Hi guys. guys. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to Stigma Station. Station. I'm Natalie. I'm Lauren. I'm Hannah. And I'm Jordan. And today, episode three is about issues in our world today. So in this podcast today, we will be discussing today's world issues revolving around mental health. It is shown in Turtles All the Way Down, and we are here today to show current issues on this matter. Before we hop into things, if you are listening and have mental illness issues and have not told anyone, get help um, and you will feel so much better. I'm here with Natalie, Jorian, and Hannah, and let's get right into it. Can you explain to me what anxiety actually is? Yes, I agree with Natalie. I have heard about it, but I just did not know it was such a big deal. Can you elaborate? Basically, mental disorder is a wide range of conditions that affect mood, thinking, and behavior. In this book, Aza has experienced what? I believe Aza's going through anxiety and OCD because she is obsessively worrying about things like germs and other factors that she can't really control. What's your take on this, Jorian? I agree with what you said because she has anxiety about having that open wound on her finger and she worries about it getting infected all the time. I think that it's a lot bigger than it looks from the outside in because it may look like she's just worrying about a little cut, but she has anxiety that makes her think she's going to die. Of course, Jorian. But first, let me just say thank you for giving your thoughts on this topic. Anxiety is a disorder characterized by feelings of worry or fear that are strong enough to interfere with one's daily activity. According to WebMD, even though it is called a disorder, it is normal. It is a normal emotion. Everyone comes across being anxious now and then. For example, if you have a big test or before making a, a big life-changing decision. I didn't know if this is just me, but I feel like this is describing me so well. I have always thought something was wrong. Having it here or there is okay, but when it starts to become excessive, that's when you want to avoid school and work. That's when you need to see someone because it can trigger worse symptoms. Is it starting to make sense now? Yes, so much better. So basically, anxiety is when it gets so bad where it's affecting how people think, work, and live. Hey Lauren, do you think you could explain OCD for me? When I think of someone having OCD, I think of them never being able to sit still or having so much energy. Is that correct? I know there is more to it, but I'm not completely sure. Yes, it is a type of anxiety that is portrayed in Turtles All the Way Down. This stands for Obsessive Compulsive Disorder, excessive thoughts that lead to repetitive behaviors. This is not rare to experience at least some point in your lifetime. There are more than 200,000 U.S. cases per year. Most cases center around on themes such as fear of germs or needing objects to be in certain arrangements. 
that is what Aza is experiencing in the book, and it's pretty bad to the point where she's trying to di- diagnose herself with the condition seated. I doubt I'm the only one, but this occurs in my life as well, not just in the books we read about. Let's talk about how we can all relate with these guys because this will help a visual if we know how we relate to this issue we are dealing with. Let's get right into it and get into our deep talk. I don't know if it's just me or not, but sometimes all you need is talking to friends that experience some of the same things. Don't get me wrong, if your condition is more severe, you should go to a therapist. I feel like we all have a small part of anxiety. It just depends on the level. Some just don't get enough attention to see or talk to someone about it. I think people are afraid to point out their flaws and own up to them and take ownership because it is nothing to dwell upon. We are all human beings and no one is made perfect. We all have our flaws and unique parts about ourselves. For me personally, I have not experienced this nearly as bad as others, but I have the tendency when my room, for example, is extremely unorganized, it affects my everyday life and I feel like my day becomes unorganized and messy. I like to have a plan for everything I do, and sometimes when that does not always happen, I get anxious. I know this is not a lot, but this is what I've experienced and can try to relate the most to. What do you think about this, Hannah? I've seen what your mental state can do to someone in myself, my family, and even some of my friends. Whenever I've come in contact with it, it's usually something that people aren't very comfortable talking about, whether that's because of judgment or it's just too hard to talk about, I'm not sure. Whatever the illness, the level of how bad it is, and the things you do to help it, I find mental health to be one of the biggest priorities in life. How about you, Natalie? I personally have seen what mental illness can do to someone because I'm living through it. I was diagnosed with anxiety when I was about nine after my father had a heart attack. Shortly after this tragic time, I learned how important a happy mind truly is. I'm sorry to hear about that, Natalie. I've known people who have dealt with anxiety and mental illnesses, and I have too. I was able to get help to make it a bit better, but not everyone has that option because some can't afford it or just have other issues. I personally didn't want to because I thought that it wouldn't either wouldn't work or it's just embarrassing. But making that first step really feels good. How does the book relate to current issues in our country? The book relates to current issues in our country because it is not just made up. People could be living the exact same life like Aza. It might not be as severe, but the book is to show if this is happening to you, it is okay and you can get help. You don't have to have the rest of your life alone and by yourself with no one to talk to about this. I think that this book does a good job to relate to life in this country because things in this book can be seen in our daily lives. The book targets the younger readers because it takes place in high school and in some ways we can relate to the characters in this book. I personally can relate to Aza because I sometimes fall into those spirals like that she has about life or certain situations. There are also other issues that can be found all over the area like parent abandonment, the idea of the rich against the poor, and many others. 
I think that this book is very relatable to most. It's not often that you get told it's okay to have a mental illness because of stereotypes, and this book does just the right job at normalizing it. Issues like this affect more people in our society than you would think, and this book relates to it directly. I think this book reflects current issues in our society very well because it talks about the issues of being in high school and how hard it truly is for people, and it also brings up Aza's mental illness and how difficult it is to manage the two. And I think this book is a wide open just story of her life. What are some more examples of issues in our world you guys found while reading this book? There are different types of people with different types of lifestyles. For example, Davis is a very well-off and within the 1%. On the other hand, Aza and Daisy are not as wealthy but still content. What do you think about this, Natalie? Another issue I came across in this novel is the issue of a parent's death and how that shapes you. Aza's father passed away when she was a little girl and all she had left of him was his cell phone filled with pictures of the two of them in her beloved car. When she got into an accident, the phone was destroyed and her condition worsened. Her anxiety became severe and dangerous. This type of childhood trauma played a role in her development of anxiety. What do you think, Jorian? Well, I've seen parental abandonment around the world like Davis had to deal with and I've seen how that can cause depression or other issues like his little brother has. This can also lead to you getting into drugs and becoming homeless. Like Lauren, I found the issue of privilege to be very prevalent. Almost every person in the story is living different financial lives. We see time after time that it's hard for Davis to know if people are truly his friends because he's rich. While talking about examples, who do you relate to most? I feel like I can relate to Daisy the most personally because I do not have anxiety, but I know people that deal with it. So I have to learn to be a good listener to the people I care about because that's usually what they need the most. Thanks for sharing, Lauren. I relate most to Aza because she's endeavored numerous traumatic events in her life that influences her anxiety. I've had a lot of ups and downs throughout my life, and I believe that has made me more anxious and worrisome than normal. What do you think, Hannah? Um, personally, I relate to Aza most. I've struggled with my mental health, and although I'm definitely not nearly as bad off as her, um, there are some subtle things in her that I see in myself. What about you, Jorian? I also can relate to Aza because I sometimes deal with those kinds of spirals that she has, overthinking everything just a little bit. So I'll go first. So basically, I once went to therapy. This is all throughout my everyday life, and this is about maybe over five years ago. Nothing was wrong with me at all. I was a happy kid, had many friends on the weekends, played, being friends in school, hung out with my sister. It was good. I just went to childhood. Now, I know this isn't much, but going to therapy does not mean something's wrong with you and I feel like most people think that when they go to go to therapy they get scared out of it. I feel like 
people who they tie together by meaning something like this, but no, that's not true. I brought this up because I'm not ashamed and embarrassed of it. I think it is part of me, and I don't think it's wrong having to share stuff with other people because it's it's good to talk to people other than friends and family, and someone that is a little more educated will know how to talk to me. So, from this, I have not come since, but I hope to move forward, and I might go soon. Thank you. What do you think, Jeremy? I also had to go into therapy to help cope with an issue that I had to deal with when I was younger, and it was pretty helpful. I enjoyed the time that I spent with my therapist, Mr. Mike. We would usually go after school once a week, and it I would both look forward to it and be nervous at the same time because I knew it would help me in the long run, but I also didn't like talking about myself and problems that I had to deal with, and I didn't want the other kids knowing that I was going to therapy after school. When we were with him, we would pretty much just talk, that simple. We made a Word document, and I talked about everything that happened in my life so far and wrote it down, the good and the bad. I had my whole life written down like a book. But the part that we looked forward to the most was that all three of us played a game together. At the end of our conversation, my favorite my favorite game was Candyland. We did this because he wanted us to be able to leave on a good note after talking about whatever happened. When we were finished with therapy, we, we would still go back and visit him sometimes because it helped us so much. I believe that this was really helpful and I suggest that anyone hesitating should find help or someone just to talk to. So personally, mental health has been something that I've been trying to like kind of put at the top of my list and prioritize because um, I haven't in the past and something that's been, you know, happening to me more recently is um I guess you could call them anxiety attacks I don't know um and you know it just I don't know I won't go into depth (laughs) with it but you know I've talked to my doctor about it and I was gonna start going to therapy this is something that literally like very recently so um you know it's still kind of new And, um, you know, for me, it's not bad enough that I feel the need to have medication, but, um, I don't know. I find that talking to people really helps and just, you know, knowing those people that you can talk to about it and like, I don't know, like trusting people and whether that's through a therapist, a friend, a parent someone like I don't know I just find it really helpful and yeah that's my experience with it I know everyone's different but yeah so this is my story of how I've seen mental illness affect those around me so in 2016 my best friend's dad committed suicide And it was not a pleasant time for anyone involved. Obviously, they missed him a lot. And I didn't know him as well as my best friend did, obviously. 
but I knew that it was affecting her mental health in a negative way to the point where she even considered suicide because she wanted to be with him. But as the friend, I was able to be a person for her to talk to, and I recommended going to a therapist and things like that so that she could talk to other people about what she feels, and she's still here today to talk about it. She writes down in a journal. She goes and visits his gravesite, and that's part of her coping mechanisms, and I just think that it was very important for her to have those people because without them, her mental health would have continued to go downhill, and I'm just really thankful that she's still in my life and that she didn't do anything major like committing suicide herself. That's all for episode three, Issues in Today's World. This is Natalie, Lauren, Hannah, and Jordan. Signing off. Stay tuned for episode four, Solutions to Mental Illness. Bye, guys.